Hello. Hi. Hey, Steven. How's it going? It's going good. How are you, Yasna? I'm good. Right where you left me. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, I bet you could guess <laughs> where I'm parked right now. You parked at Walmart? Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm faster <laughs> than that. Come on. <laughs> it hasn't been snowing, so. Ah, uh, uh-huh. Well, you know, that was a good guess, but not quite. Good enough. Oh, That's you're within at, like a two you're mile at City Market. Are I'm you... at City Market. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, uh, the luxurious life of a dirtbag. <clears throat> How's it going? Oh, yeah, definitely dirtbag. <laughs> My heated van. Um, it's fine. I'm just finishing some work. Uh, how are you? PhD stuff. Yeah, you know you're doing well when you're like on... A website it's called like Statbook Online or something. <laughs> com. I'm just like shit. I should really be beyond this by now, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the internet. <laughs> Thank God. I'd have to actually the learn internet. this shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'm> terrible. <laughs> I hope my advisor never finds any of this. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, how are you? Where are you? I'm are in Wenatchee. I'm oh with, snap! Yeah, I'm with my family for a little bit. That's adorable. Yeah, I nice. came back. <laughs> adorable. <laughs> yeah, I came back here for Thanksgiving, and we all got our COVID tests, and luckily oh everyone's negative. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just hanging out here for a little bit. I, I tried to go climbing in Leavenworth yesterday. Yeah, and I got totally shut down, man. It was just oh really? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> full. I mean, it's, it's full so on winter up there, and oh, that's why you got shut down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really climb yeah. at all. I mean, uh, I, there, I could, I think I might try again. There's definitely like some climbing to be done, but yeah, uh, it's yeah, the canyons you are so steep, it doesn't get any sun this time of year. So basically, nothing oh, will melt yeah. until spring at this point. So. I remember Mike Kirshner talking about that when he was working on like teacup or something. Mm. He would, yeah, he said there was like zero sun. Yeah, but. I tried. <laughs> there's this V. Uh, there's this V7 that I've always wanted to do, and I'd forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a friend of mine, actually, a, a buddy of mine that listens to the show, he's like, "Oh, you should go do that thing." And I was like, "You're right. I should go do that thing. It's like the <laughs> most idea. the most friction dependent sloper problem in the world. It's called premium oh. coffee for people that know Leavenworth." And I was like, "Oh, I haven't climbed at Swiftwater forever. I'll go back there." And I go uh, just yesterday. I, I drive out there and check it out. And there's snow everywhere. And there's literally like, there's snow on the boulder. And Uh somehow on one of the warmer days, it had melted, I guess, a tiny bit. Uh Or it had rained. And there's like a number of tiny little spidery water falls, like little streams that have run down the boulder. And there's like literally black ice frozen onto the face holds like on the slopers they're just covered that's kind of cool frozen water (laughs) (laughs) yeah it looked looked really cool but i was like oh yeah it's absolutely not gonna go down photos yeah (laughs) yikes yeah well you can always come here (laughs) if you wanted to plenty of sun although once the shade comes you're just kind of screwed you have to leave are you guys really? climbing in the – you're climbing at the Fortress still. Yeah, yeah. The Fortress now of Solitude like for people listening. The, yeah, the Fortress of Solitude, the Fortress of Bakitude, <laughs> as I've been calling it. Because <laughs> it's like – yeah, I mean, it's like a solar oven in there, which is nice yeah. lately because it's been like pretty damn cold, you know, like a right. high of 30. And you're like climbing and it's comfortable. But then as soon as the sun goes, it's pretty gnarly. 
Um, right. But it's better than before because when it was like too hot, we'd have like, you know, one hour <laughs> to climb. Yeah. So it's fine. It's kind of interesting climbing in the sun. It's not something I do that often. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> totally. No, this is like <laughs> this just helped. Uh, this just happened to me at, at Shelf. I was climbing at Shelf Road for a couple of days. Oh, right. Earlier yes. in the month. And we were climbing in the sun because it was like a 40 degree day. And uh, the rock is so textured and so kind of light tan. And then with the chalk and the shoe rubber, like the shadows are super distracting. Mm -hmm. Like the shadows Mm -hmm. that your body casts on the rock. I found it super hard to to find footholds. Yeah, Yeah, it's a trip. It's definitely weird. Um, Yeah, I had the same problem with my shadow (laughs) and such. (laughs) It's kind of important there because if you don't step on shit that people have stepped on, like... You might kill your belay. You really don't want to like. You don't want to be like just exploring with your foot. <laughs> you know, it was actually really funny yeah. because I tried this route the other day. That's like a fresh route, and I was like doing a move that I hadn't done before. So I wanted to stick the move and do it, you know, so that I'd be like, okay, that's how I do it. Uh-huh. But as I hit the hold, I was just dragging my left foot up, like not even like waiting anything. Right. I was just dragging it up. Um. And it was just like, the sound was just like this cacophony. It's just like <laughs> shit flying off the wall. And my player, he's like, oh, just keep going. I was like, oh, this is so stuck. But I mean, it's not all like that. This is a brand new route. So, but it was, yeah, it was pretty funny. Is this the thing you guys bolted? Um. Well, Tom's been bolting up there. He bolted this extension, that extension of phone booth, which I told you about, which is, which is a really good rock. Like, oddly, that was, it's kind of like that place is like this, like, 30-foot choss band. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then it's like decent rock. Right. And that was kind of, I was kind of in the 30-foot choss band. That was a different route that he. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't even know if he bolted it for the bolts were there. I don't know. There's a lot of rock up there. Like, yeah. so much, so much, tons. like, it, and tons of lines. I wish I had more time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's well, it's so like that's it'd cool. Kind of like, well, it'd be fun to like sink some steel in there, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because like the, the climbing's fun, but it you know, for someone like me who like has barely developed anything, it's that would be more interesting to me than climbing on some of these routes, <laughs> right? <laughs> because like I can't really, did I tell you I'm gonna make this like PDF guidebook that's gonna be called something like what to climb on at the fortress if your partner is trying to tonight. Yeah, I thought <laughs> you were joking, like, but that's oh, amazing. No, and you should absolutely <laughs> make that guidebook. I probably am joking because it's always going to be an 8 Punto New comments guidebook, <laughs> but <laughs> um, it's just like funny because that's like no one else has anything else up there. Right. So it's been kind of fun. I've been like adventuring uh, to like the 13 A's and shit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And the 14 minuses which felt really hard so it's okay. Okay. Um yeah, for people yeah. listening the Fortress of Solitude it's like an hour from Rifle and it's where Kryptonite is, the first mm-hmm. 14D in America. And people don't yeah. really go up there to climb on anything else, so you're kind of <laughs> exploring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean there has been other people every now and then. I'm sure locals come up here but Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not like yeah. Yeah. But it's fun. It's good fun. It's fine. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll leave eventually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about yeah. projecting. I want to circle back to what you're excited about in your own climbing, but let's talk about this mm. article you wrote. Right. Article. For yeah. Gnarly. For Gnarly yeah. Nutrition? Yeah. They are, uh, somehow they always 
pay for me to write stuff. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I mean, occasionally. Um, yeah, they asked me to write some like projecting article, and at first, I thought it was kind of like a stupid idea to be honest because i was like it was like tips about projecting mm. and i was like man i don't know it seems like there's so many articles like that mm. you know like how to project a rock climb and i was like i don't know that i really have anything new to mm. add to the like obvious points of how to achieve a goal or whatever but then they asked me to make it applicable to all sports which i was like whoa i don't know if that's possible yeah it kind of made me like yeah and it kind of made me like just sit down and think about like yeah like what are the phases of projecting and like um i think that when they asked me to do that it became more interesting but yeah they published like a short version on their website because as always, I wrote way too much. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, I always write too much. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm always having this problem with this word limit crap. <laughs> no. But yeah, no, I mean, I wrote it. It's fine. Happy to answer any questions. It's an okay article. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like in love with it. It's fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought, I mean, I read it and I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was... Uh, insightful and i thought there were there were basically a number of talking points or questions that i had that i thought would be really interesting to expand on so you know it's funny you called it projecting 101 (laughs) at least on your blog yeah but uh you're right there are so many things out there that are really basic and trivial and i would i would not call this a 101 i think you went into some really kind of more more nuanced and interesting stuff and there was some stuff i was really curious about Oh, so, right on. That's cool to hear. Yeah. So, um, to give people an overview, I'm not, we, we can't go through the whole thing. I just want to focus on a couple <laughs> points and people can read it. Obviously I want to expand on a couple things. So to give people an overview, you kind of broke the article into two main parts. The first part was kind of how to think about choosing a project and some considerations. And that's all very interesting. And I'd recommend people read it. Um, but I'd love to ask a few questions focused around the second part, which is like steps to achieve the goal. Oh, right. Yeah. And, uh, you, you kind of, you broke it out into like these different bold points and I want to focus just on like three. Um, and the first one's taking notes. Yeah. This was really interesting because I've, I've taken notes about my own projects a little bit, but usually it's just to help myself remember beta. And then I discovered that using a video on an iPhone is mm-hmm. way more useful for that. Yeah. I, I've never really like journaled about my own projecting mm-hmm. process. And when I asked you about it, you're kind of like, oh yeah, whatever. I kind of just wrote that. But then you were like, but I keep a journal and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, what do you write in your journal? And it was super interesting actually. So I'd love to hear um, what what is your note-taking process when you're working on a hard project? Um... That's all pretty funny, actually, because it was something. It sounds so like methodical, right? Like take notes. It does sound kind of like you're in class or you're <laughs> looking at online stats.com or whatever, and you're supposed to like take notes. But basically, I've just always, I just this. I don't even know when I started doing this. I just wake up in the morning. Like, I don't even, unless it's something really beta intensive, sometimes I'll take notes at the crag. Like, I'll have a little like one of those right in the rains or whatever that Mm. I just like stole from my lab and I'll like write some like 
like basic things, like just to make sure I remember. Mm-hmm. But I, I generally, or I write it on my phone, but man, I barely ever do that. Generally what I do is I wake up in the morning and like the best way I like to start morning is like I make my coffee, I sit down and I like get my journal out and I'll just like write a summary of the day. And if it's the first time trying a route, I'll write down all my beta that I've, you know, developed. Obviously that will change. So like if the next day I change my beta, I'll write that down too. And I, I honestly don't think I ever I very rarely reread any of it. Okay. <laughs> um I don't know. I, I think that you're right that like beta videos are certainly like more obviously helpful if that is like, you know, you you you're afraid that you're gonna forget like how your hips are positioned into the wall or something. Hmm. But I think that for me right like i don't know the act of putting pen to paper is so extremely helpful in organizing my thoughts and then also just solidifying it in my head so the next day when i try to visualize the beta before i climb it always comes faster okay so to be honest there's not really like a methodical and i'll write down things like the you know the weather how i felt you know what time it was when i started what time it was when i got down like things like that if i'm taking like notes at the crag Mm -hmm. um but it really isn't anything like super systematic. I, I guess what I meant with that point was just somehow in whatever way you like to do it, like document your process, um, not necessarily just for beta or remembrance, but for, I don't know, it just kind of like allows me to also to have like closure on the day in a way and okay. like then move on with the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I tend to focus a lot on, like, you know, if like said, let's say I had a bad day, for example. Yeah. And like I wake up the next morning and I write it down. I'm like, damn, like I got a low point, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Writing it down. I close my journal. I tie it up. I put it in my drawer. That's that. I don't know. It just does something for me where mm. I can like then just be like, okay, that happened. And I think about it and I give myself that 20 minutes to think about it and think about, well, why that happened or was that a fluke or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and then I have my like macro note taking, which is just like my Excel spreadsheet, which is just like a calendar that I will like have like what I did in that day. But it'll just be like what route I tried and like where oh, okay. I was and like, who I was with. Yeah. Number of attempts. Stuff like yeah. That. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just because I like data and I like to make graphs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I like having both, man, because yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. You know what's great about the Excel sheet is that sometimes I remember this with um, Living in Fear. I'll like be like, man, I am really epic. You know, I'll like think that to myself. I'll be like, damn, like, I'm digging forever to do this thing. Is a 13D you just did in Rifle. Yeah, yeah. And I look at the like Excel sheet and it's like this month view. So it seems like it's not really that much time. Like visually, huh. like 10 days doesn't look that bad. You know what I right. mean? It's kind of funny, actually. I've like used that to comfort myself before. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> two weeks ago, I was like in Washington. Like, that yeah. was nothing. I'm not epic in you know what I mean? Um, That's great. So, yeah. No, that makes sense. Because, yeah, it's so easy to yeah. create that narrative where you're like, God, what's wrong with me? I yeah. haven't made any pro- progress in like yeah. four days. And Hey friends, I hope you enjoyed that teaser of this week's follow-up. If you want full access to follow-ups, you can sign up for $5 a month on Patreon at patreon.com slash thenuggetclimbing, or you can go to thenuggetclimbing.com and click on the support the podcast button at the top. 
If you're on your smartphone, just tap those two little lines at the top of the page and you'll see the button in the drop down menu. $5 per month gets you access to all follow up calls, past and future. As long as you are a member, you'll have access to all of them. As you just heard in the teaser, I've been recording some follow-up conversations with past guests on the show to talk about what they've been up to lately and to go even further into the weeds on a specific topic than we typically would on the podcast. Follow-ups are 20 to 30 minutes in length, occasionally longer, and I will be releasing one every other week to make sure I always have plenty of podcast guests to follow up with. If you sign up for follow-up calls, what you are really doing is supporting the regular podcast and helping me continue to chase down interesting guests so I can pick their brains and bring you new nuggets every week. And by signing up on Patreon, you get some bonus content to look forward to as well. In addition to getting access to follow-ups, I will also let you know who's coming up on the show, and you can submit patron questions for upcoming guests, as you have undoubtedly heard in other episodes of the podcast. Five bucks per month. Think of it as buying me a beer at the local brewery after a long day of climbing. Whether or not you choose to sign up, thank you for listening, and feel free to share the podcast with your friends or leave a rating on your listening app. It truly helps. And I appreciate you for tuning in. I am very grateful for you guys. Much love to you all. We'll see you next time. Like we do it.